Welcome back to Gemini Placements. This is not an astrology podcast. This is like the Joe Rogan experience, but for like hot people. <laughs> Hi, hot people. <laughs> it's like the politically incorrect podcast for the politically correct. For the politically erect. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Welcome back. It's um, March. Apparently, the never-ending apocalypse. It just, it's like just continuously spiraling downwards. Mm-hmm. We're getting lit tonight. Yeah. We're recording from the salon. I'm having a weed drink. I smoked a spliff. Sam's having a sand, yeah. a tea bagger. No, so it's this like really nice gin drink, but it's awkwardly called a sandbagger and i just like <laughs> i'm like who i don't know who decided that name and how did it get passed by like the several layers of approval that would need to happen for it to be called that because like when do you ever associate the word sandbagger with something positive i just it's weird to me and like why would i want to associate sand with why a did drink you buy it? uh because it's a gin drink and it said <laughs> lemon with a hint of lime so it sounded very like chill and it actually is like really nice uh i'm just, just doing free pr for them Maybe I, this was the I plan am. all along conspiracy honestly that, that well you know what i honestly am starting to think that places and products and whatever are purposely named terrible things so that you don't forget them because like rage sells more than this. yeah i just like rage sells more than sex these days i feel like that's yeah, true. <laughs> so you get angry about the name, you never forget it, and here we are. Yeah, this episode is sponsored by Teabagger Hard Seltzer. <laughs> it gets you so lit, you start teabagging. And we'll also receive teabagging. Oh my god, amazing. Honestly, I don't even know where to start. You know what, I want to start with a disclaimer. Yeah, that's a good call. Because um, obviously we're going to talk about some shit that's going on in the world. And uh, if I am like making jokes about stuff, it's because that's my coping mechanism. Absolutely. I'm not making light of any situations like shit sucks. But I think that's the only way I can deal with it. I don't know about you. And this is a fucking podcast. Like our our job is literally to say terrible things in order to keep people entertained. Isn't that what podcasters do? Is it I a need job? to stop watching the Joe Rogan experience. I just assume that's what you do as a podcaster. <laughs> you say offensive things. Like it's what keeps people coming back. I don't know. I think you have to now to have any kind of like audience have to have like a, an inflammatory, you know, well, like element opinion. to it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to annoy people. Like you have to be cringe. You have to be like bad. Yeah. Can't be good anymore. It's canceled. No, exactly. <laughs> Cancel good people. <laughs> just all go fucking mental. Yeah. Oh my god. I uh speaking of like cringe but like also hilarious, this the most ridiculous thing. I shouldn't say most ridiculous, everything's ridiculous, but this is definitely not the most. Anyways, I was at the gym yesterday and I was doing this exercise um in front of the mirror so that i could like watch what i was doing because Mm -hmm. i was it was my first time doing it blah 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 anyways as i'm doing it uh and i don't i'm probably a crazy person to most people but i don't use i don't listen to music while i um while i work out because it it distracts me from counting that's (laughs) fair it distracts me from counting so i i don't count (laughs) <laughs> I pay my own account. <laughs> Obviously, I pay her for um, much more, but I'm like, every time I work out, I'm like, thank fuck she's counting. Because I'd be 
think oh, about dragons and absolutely. shit, turtles, potatoes. Like, oh yeah, just... when when I do a session with Maya, I'm like, this is my time to like relax in a sense. I'm like, yeah. she's gonna tell me when to stop. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I can't. I, I've never been to the gym with you. I've never been to the gym. <laughs> No, I've been to the gym. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, you went to the gym one time. It did not end well. Wow. Okay, so I went to the gym. And listen, this girl is doing squats. Mm-hmm. And she's on the phone at the same time. And she is in the process of breaking up with somebody. <gasps> and it was the funniest thing. I was oh like, what? Am I, am I really hearing what I think I'm hearing? And she, at first, she was like, she was saying something about the person going out with her friends. Mm-hmm. And, and the person embarrassing her and i honestly i was like did they like cheat on her with her friends or like did they do something like really awkward or something like i was like i was so confused at first and like naturally the fucking i don't know the eavesdropper in me was like i need to know more of course uh and this is what happens when you don't listen to music at the gym you hear things that are going on around you and so she thinks she was like sorry to interrupt going off because she assumed everybody's listening to music so you have this honestly i i think so i think quite possibly i had to like see hot take yeah because i was looking around and i was like there was this one guy that was kind of close to her at a different squat rack and he kept glancing over at her but he had headphones on Mm. so i was like i don't know if he's hearing her i don't know if she notices that i don't have any earbuds or or headphones on so i'm breaking out with him she doesn't give a shit she's like this girl probably is gonna like in solidarity be like so anyway so she's like yeah she keeps going on she's like you embarrass me you embarrass me whatever i'm like oh shit did this person cheat on her and then she like but this is what happens she does a set and then she goes back to her phone and she keep, she starts talking to the person. So I don't know if, like, she was doing voice-to-text messages in between sets or if she literally had this person on the phone and basically was like, hold on a second, like, did another set and then would, like, come back to, like, cuss them out more. But I literally, I was, like, losing it. Um, Tori was texting me at the same time and I was like, oh, my God, you'll never guess what's happening. So in between my sets, I was literally, like, scribing to Tori what this girl was saying and I realized she wasn't, it wasn't that this person had cheated on her and that was how they embarrassed her. It was that they have incredibly poor personal hygiene. (gasps) The moment I realized was when she said, look at yourself in the mirror. It's embarrassing. (gasps) Your hair, your teeth, everything. I don't want to be like that. You don't wash your hair. You don't wash your teeth. It's disgusting. You said you would change. You haven't changed. You embarrass me. And then goes back to doing another set and then comes back and is like, look at your basement. All of the food is like full of mold. Goes back, does another set. Comes back. She's like, I have to beg you to wash yourself. This is disgusting. You disgust me. You embarrass me. No, it's done. No, it's done. No, it's done. It's over. It's over. It's over. Goes back, does another set. Comes back. No, it's over. I was, bro, I was losing it. I had to like turn around and do other sets so that my back was to her because I was like, it was taking everything in me not to like die of laughter so that where she would see my face. I was like, you really are breaking up with this person because they like, they smell, I mean like at fair, like if if, it, if it's that bad, like, <laughs> but I was, I was like, this is the funniest shit ever. It's so I'm, funny. I can't even laugh. I'm just like <laughs> grinning. <laughs> like so happy. Like, yes, bitch. I'm, I'm just thinking, I wish you asked her to be on the podcast. <laughs> Tell tell us everything bad about your ex. You know, she'll be like, ah, fresh. Oh, she was pissed. And you know what's even funnier is like, I had like, I had shown up at the same time. I walked into the change room and she was sitting in the change room, like eating her grocery store sushi, like headphones already on, just like 
like she looked so stern already and like was I this before the workout or after? yeah before before she was I, powering up on right i like she starts sushi i like walk in i'm like damn this girl looks mad like i'm not i'm just gonna like keep away from her she looks like she does not want anyone to talk to her not that yeah. i'm i'm at the gym to talk to anybody in the first place but then like comes up i get i like change go upstairs i'm starting my work and i like done my warm-up routine and then she comes upstairs and i like did a bunch of shit i did a bunch of like different workouts whatever and then i was like halfway through my program for the day and that's when it started happening and i was like oh she's at the gym to like try to chill herself out probably she's like let's get those endorphins going so i don't murder but and I was like, I guess it was like all spawned from like, I guess maybe she brought this person out with her friends. And then she was like, I've had it. I've had it that I can't get you to fucking take a shower. And then you came out with my friends and all of them could spell you too. And it's over. It's you done. Know she, you know no she, going back. You know, she had a night with her friends where they just roasted it. Absolutely. What 100%. did the group chat say? What I did want I- transcripts. <laughs> From the group I want chat the of like that event, I want receipts, time stamps. I want the emoji. I know. I want to know more. But I've like, never seen her at the gym before, and I'm really hoping that like we cross paths again, and like maybe I'll establish some kind of like gym friend relationship, and then eventually I'll be able to bring it up and just be like, so what's the tea? Like, what was that about? Tell me. Be like, so I have this podcast. <laughs> And you've already been featured on it. You're already you're already the entire talk of it because everything else happening in the world is so unfathomable. Would you like to join us as a co-host? What was she like? What did she look like? This angry, uh, she was she sushi. was smaller than I was. She was like shit. It's always the fucking she tiny. Was, yeah, she was and short and like skin and bones. Does and she have every- like Maddie energy from Euphoria? Yeah. Yeah, she does. Oh, I always want to be friends with girls like that. I'm right? so scared. We have to befriend her. Is she an Aries? She probably she's gotta have some Aries placement. Mm. She for sure. That or or like maybe like Taurus or like oh. or what, I'm <laughs> trying to mad. think of of like another one who's Capricorn maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of euphoria though, have you seen the finale? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you make it through the guitar solo? <laughs> Is that what happened? I literally, I, I fast forwarded. It was so bad. No, I was listening to it with closed captions and low volume. <laughs> so my husband was asleep. <laughs> and I just had the time to watch it. So I I, could, I really like muted the song because it was so bad. It was so bad. And then, yeah, I like went and peed and like. Yeah, I came back, did the dishes. The vape. Yeah, like. It went, yeah, it went on for so long. And then hilariously, whatever Elliot's, like, actual name is, I, like, was on his Instagram the other day, and he made a post where he was like, oh, we shortened the song for you guys. And there were all these comments being like, fuck the haters, that song was amazing, you shouldn't have had to, you shouldn't have felt pressured to shorten that song, it was so good, da 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 I was like, no, you know what would have made it better? If it never happened. Mm. The whole scene was terrible. I literally fast-forwarded through it eventually, and you know what? I missed nothing. It no. didn't. It's it added nothing to the plot. I like. I was like, oh, Rue's crying. Should I be concerned so that I can cry too? So I can feel things. I was like, no. This is terrible. This is. Te- I like. Thank God I didn't watch it live because I would have had to sit through it as opposed to watching it like the next day where I could skip that whole scene. Mm. It was. I hated it. Well, you know, it was uh, for all our Twin Peaks fans out there, a James Hurley moment. Because <laughs> in fucking Twin Peaks, season one, 
There's an episode of James Hurley and Donna where, oh my God, he sings the worst song. It's, it's, a, it's, it's it goes, just you <laughs> and I. And his voice is like auto-tune and he's such an annoying character oh. and it goes on for so long. And it's just like what everyone always talks about, how they skip over it. So I was like, so there's like speculation in the Twin Peaks community. Like, this is a nod to David Lynch. I'm like. We need to ask Sam Levinson. We need yeah. to get him to sit down and be like, what the fuck Imagine was that? Imagine Sam Levinson, David Lynch, X. Oh, my God. My two personalities. <laughs> I want to see it. Imagine. Um, I honestly, like, that play enraged me. The entire time I was watching it, I was like, Lexi, you are no better than anybody else. I'm like, I hate this. I hate all of this. Your mom is a dumbass for letting this play happen, for trying to stop Cassie. She should have she should have seen Cassie freaking out and she should have ta- oh, by the way, spoilers. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, we'll put on. in the we'll we'll put in the notes or something oh, to the like. Oh come on. Oh, they spoiled euphoria on the podcast, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Two hairdressers shot for spoiling Euphoria week later on obscure niche podcast. Woman decapitated. They're gonna they're gonna decapitate me. Take my head, empty it out. <laughs> decapitate you. Put your head in my head to make my head. Like it turns what is this, a Kanye West music video right now? Oh yeah, it's um yeah, it's it's giving Kanye. It's giving a lot of Easy by Kanye West music video vibes. Uh, Sam just showed me that, and I don't know Kanye. Who? Why are they enabling this with Kanye? I don't know. Like. Why is no one like, you know, let's not. Like, he doesn't have. That's why she's with Pete Davidson, because he goes to therapy and Kanye wouldn't. Yeah. That's all women ask for. (laughs) You now know. Well, what women want? Is. Yeah, all women. What women want? Yeah, that that Mel Gibson movie. What women want? It's literally just him going to therapy. Imagine Mel Gibson went to therapy. <laughs> Imagine. But what would be the fun in that? Fair, right? <laughs> I mean, how? What? What would the world be like if Mel Gibson went to therapy? I, do I want it? Probably not. Mm-mm. Or but or imagine like I don't know. Would Pete be as unhinged as Kanye if he didn't go to therapy? Mm. No, you know what? I think I think Pete would be more self-inflicting of his mm. derangedness and his like unhealthiness and whatever. Cuz I mean, he's talked about it in tons of interviews. Like mm. he has struggled with self-harm and suicidal ideation and all those sorts of things. So I mm-hmm. think if Pete didn't go to therapy, it would be a lot he he yeah, he'd, yeah he would he'd be on euphoria. Yeah, yeah. for he would give give you for I'm trying to talk like a cool young hipster for this episode. A cool <laughs> like the Gen Z youth, the Gen Z youth. <laughs> yeah, young little whippersnapper. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is literally my brain all the time these days. I like go to say things to people, and I just like I got nothing in me. Mm. But, um. You have, you have ADD. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I got an unofficial diagnosis uh, of ADD. Um, and I kind of laughed because the psychiatrist was like, 
uh, I'm going to give you a diagnosis of ADD, not ADHD. And Isn't my, it the same? Well, in my head, I was like, I'm pretty sure they kind of eliminated the ADD diagnosis like a while ago, and yeah. they just made it all ADHD. So that's a little Eating strange to me. DSM. But I was also like, we've only been talking for 45 minutes via a Zoom call, so I'm not really sure how mm. you would be able to diagnose me with ADHD uh, because I'm trying really hard to focus on this conversation right now. Uh, and yes, I did zone out a couple times, uh, but like, bro, you've never, you've never seen me like try to work a full day at the salon. There's what? a lot of hyperactivity there. Yeah. See, to me, it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's my baseline. Cause I'm like pretty intense too. So it doesn't bother me. I always wonder, I'm like, well, how do clients feel when they come in on days we work together and, like, feed off of each other? Like, do they feel overstimulated? No. No, they love it. They love it. That's why they keep coming back. Yeah, absolutely. No. Because the intention is always good. Yeah. You know? We never go evil. No. Not on our clients. No. No. We're never evil. Sometimes I, like, accidentally say some really fucked up off-color shit to people, and I'm like, oh, shit, I just said that out loud. Are they going to come back? Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes I just be talking. (laughs) (laughs) I just be saying shit. That's my problem always in life. Like, I just be fucking saying shit. Like... I I did it today with a client. Uh, I've been, like, ranting over the last few days about... uh, I call them doodle dogs, and it's basically any dog that's been bred with a poodle. That's a weird theme in my week, too. I've talked to so many people about Google. Because everybody has one. And that's why I'm pissed. Yeah. Because eventually there's going to be no other dogs left except for doodle dogs. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me the fuck off. And I'm just like, I'm so sick of, like, your sheep a corgi doodle fuck whatever the fuck you want to call it dog and then you walk in and you're like my dog's hypoallergenic and i'm like it's not a fucking body lotion it's a dog like why like i get it some people are allergic i'm not talking shit about the people who have allergies to dogs and still want dogs i'm talking shit about just everybody else who gets a fucking doodle dog because it's trendy and because I don't know whatever your reason are reason is it's probably stupid it's stupid to me i don't care i don't care what your reason is I care that like 5% of the people who have one have an allergy to dogs and still want a dog. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is basically like, I just don't want dog hair on my furniture. I like want to have a dog, but not make it look like I live with a dog or whatever their stupid reason is. I'm totally just making assumptions and I don't care. But anyways, so this client today was talking about her dog and I was like, oh, what kind of dog do you have? And she's like, oh, it's a sheep doodle And she and I literally like my whole everything inside of me just like tightened and I like died a little inside and then without meaning to later in the appointment I referred to these types of dogs and I wasn't being rude or anything but I referred to these types of dogs as doodle dogs and I realized I don't think most people actually refer to them as doodle dogs and so she and she like haha doodle dogs and in my head I was like Oh, I actually use that to insult these dogs all the time. These dog beats all the time. Like, I need to be careful. Like, this is a, a mild example of how I, I just be talking. It's true. But I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking doodle dogs, man. Yeah, I've been noticing so many and everyone's been talking about them. It's because Do that's me. all anybody wants. Really? They're I... burnadoodles. They're cockapoos. Yeah. They're fucking... Honestly, cockapoo sounds like a bird. It does. That's a poodle and a, a cockatiel. <laughs> Imagine them fucking like. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, what? 
the heck is a sheep a doodle? She's like, oh, it's a sheep dog and a poodle. And I was like, oh, okay. That I, sounds cute. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, all dogs are cute and they're innocent in their like weird hybrid breeding. Mm. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, the dog is cute. It's kind of weird that everybody wants to breed a dog breed with a poodle. Uh, mm-hmm. it just, yeah, it's weird to me. I'm like, can we just have regular dogs again? Make like- dogs regular again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the campaign. Exactly. That's what we're running for for 2022. Make dogs random. <laughs> the yeah. dogs are not random enough for Samantha. <laughs> Fuck. That's so predictable, Nick. Have a cool dog. Get a cool dog or fuck off. (laughs) Or don't talk to me about your stupid dog. Oh my god, we need to launch a capsule collection of the shirts that say stupid shit. Let me say. Fuck your doodle dog. (laughs) Everybody (laughs) message us, let us know what are your favorite things that we've said that are really stupid and asinine. That's so egotistical. (laughs) (laughs) Please, come suck our dicks. (laughs) Uh, Or basically, I just like, tell me what you would pay to have on a shirt so that we can make two sets i i'd love to design a t-shirt i was talking to deanna the other day and i was like yo we need to make a gemini placements shirt that is the kirkland signature logo but it's Mm. gemini placements and she was like i can do that yeah we should do that that sounds really good that sounds excellent i'm really smart yeah you are you know what that's good marketing yeah i like that (laughs) one day somebody will sponsor us yeah maybe sandbagger I'm drinking um, one of those blood orange yuzu and vanilla THC CBD drinks from the dispensary next, courtesy of the dispensary next door. I got a Costco membership and literally when I was there, I was like, I wonder who I could talk to about getting a sponsorship for the podcast. <laughs> I love that. I love that you're going inside on the inside, like right? trying to get an inside school. Where do I go? I guess customer service would be mm. a good place to start. They're going to be like, please leave. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am, we have shit to do. (laughs) Woman thrown out of Costco. Demanding they sponsor podcasts. Six Buzz. 100% will be on Six Buzz. Oh, yes. That's my only source of news right now. I mean, yeah. Why would I go anywhere else? Yeah, that's how I get all of my news. And um, uh, who's that guy? The promoter? Oh, Sergio Senator? Yeah, that guy. I like just, every time I see his name, I imagine like a centaur. I like to get my news from a centaur. Yeah, who's actually just a club promoter and has literally (laughs) no... Nobody knows what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, okay, I'm sure like three people who listen to this podcast know about all the anti-mask, anti-lockdown posts that have been circulating since day one that keep coming from this Sergio Senator account that nobody knows anything of. So I, as I always do, get got really high one night and was like, who the fuck is this person? Mm. So I started scrolling and I kept scrolling and I kept scrolling and kept scrolling and kept scrolling until all of his fucking Twitter posts di- mm. disappeared on his Instagram. And no, actually, I think I went to his tagged photos. I don't know. I don't remember what I did. I, I do a deep. lot of things. She went deep. Basically, I figured out it was this... he's this guy who was a club promoter maybe he still is i mean i guess not anymore who knows he's a club promoter uh he's promoting club stupid yeah (laughs) and uh that's who we're talking about i love conspiracies yeah there's there's been a lot lately tell me about it (laughs) did you hear trudeau's a dictator 
He is the tateriest dick of them all. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was like, oh, that's that's real rich, especially when, you know, a week later, an actual dictator was like, hold my bag. Yeah. Um. What the fuck is going on in the world? Holy shit. Yeah. Like, I'm like left speechless by very few things, but... No, I don't even know what to say. I don't I mean, even what know. is there to say, yeah, right? Like, like how- everybody else has shit to say about it. And I'm just like people who've never lived in the Ukraine, never lived in Russia, have always lived in North America, have literally no experience with war or anything like this. They all have plenty to say. Mm. And I'm just sitting there like, are we all really going to keep talking? Really? You're really going to keep posting yeah, I mean, I think for most people, you know, until Thursday, February 24th, like, most people just kind of knew Ukraine is like some fucking country, like, next to Russia. Most people couldn't spell it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, it's just... Ex- like, isn't that where Crimea was a few years ago? Yeah. Like, I kind of remember it. It's in Europe? Question mark? Just, yeah, it's just like a place. I mean, I'm, I think I've talked about this in the podcast, but I was born in a city called Lugansk in Ukraine in 1989. And yeah, my birth certificate says USSR. And the city I was born in is on the Russian border, like very, very close to the Russian border and part of Ukraine called the Donbass region, which for the last um, like seven years have been an independent republic that seceded from Ukraine and was just right before this war started accepted as a like a, a russian republic by vladimir putin so yeah so it's kind of fucked up because this is like hit so close to home because um yeah that's where i'm from and my grandparents were still living there like my parents uh, immigrated with me in 1999 when i was 10 years old to toronto and i grew up here Um, But obviously, like, all my family was there, and my grandparents uh, were there until my mom and I started their immigration process as soon as the Euromaidan protest started in, like, 2014. There's talk of Ukraine, you know, wanting to join the EU and pro-Russia, anti-Russia. There's a lot of shit going on. I mean, the tension had been going on way before that. But my mom was just like, fuck this. Like, you know. get them out. Yeah. Like, it started to get sketchy right away. So I think for most people, like, you know, this was just some place. And um, for me, like, it's, you know, it's my home. There's been trouble of brewing for a long time. This is a part of my everyday reality for, you know, last, like, 33 years since I was born. Like, it's a part of my life. And now it's just, like, constantly, like, everything is about Ukraine. And there's just, like, hot take, hot take, conspiracy, hot take. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone has a meme. Everyone has a video. Everyone, it's just, like, nonstop. And, um, you know, there's just some stuff where I just want to be like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. Like, I've been very emotional, very raw very reactionary very defensive like it's just you know i can be very detached from shit i can be very like but like you know we all have a part of us that is just like completely goes off you know what i mean absolutely you know everything going on like i just i can't even like name some of the feelings i'm feeling I don't know. I, I like I'll keep oscillating between just being really angry. Like I just like I don't want to be on social media almost because there's just so much. But at the same time, 
um social media like i was using my social media to like you know i just i couldn't wait anymore i just put a post out on instagram i was like who wants to fucking help me because i see that the shipping company uh like a ukrainian old shipping company here in toronto is sending humanitarian aid like for free or at first it was like for really cheap and then they changed it to free so i was like who wants to like you know just get a bunch of fucking supplies and send it over to the motherland <laughs> and um a bunch of people like were into it you know our friend andrea was like a huge huge help like she was their day of like yeah. it, and i just put it out there i was like i know everybody's like feeling fucked up and like wants to do something so like let's just fucking send some food and yeah. stuff to people who are getting fucked by putin right now you know what i mean and just like innocent civilian lives like i just I have relatives there. I know people like I know people there. It's a chunk of my life. So I was like, I know I want to do something. And like so many people have a connection to Ukraine, you know, everywhere. Or a lot of people like there's so many Ukrainians in Toronto and Canada. So a lot of people have a friend or someone they care about and who like, you know, so everybody's hurting and it's just people don't want to see this kind of cruelty. Absolutely not. It's just so wrong, you know, Um, and it's just such a fucked up time for everybody. So everyone was awesome like so like so many people fucking pitched in it was crazy like i was expecting to get you know like a few bucks here and there and i was gonna just fucking take a trip to costco and that was you know call it a day drop some stuff off but we were able to raise like four four 4.7 grand damn like it just people started sending me money people like i was like starting to see people's names and i was just asking people for an e-transfer yeah i'm like i'm not a non-for-profit like i'm just some fucking hairdresser right <laughs> my friend andrea was like we're just two dumb bitches in a honda civic <laughs> like, yeah. so toronto yeah i'm like let's do it so yeah we were able to get like so much stuff and send it over and it was just amazing to see how many people were wanted to participate yeah. and wanted to contribute were bringing stuff you know went to two of their locations there were so many people ukrainian russian and like just canadian like yeah asian like i saw every you know every ethnicity like every demographic dropping stuff off and volunteering to pack the stuff up so that was like the only thing that like kind of kept me like sane yeah but aside from that, I've been kind of like, I don't know, I feel like totally dissociating, like out to lunch, like just checking the news 24 seven and just trying to like work and be around people that I like to be around. Um, and I do follow a bunch of like Ukrainian accounts and a few people are messaging me, like, can you translate like this and that for me? Like, I know somebody in like Ukraine or Russia or whatever. So like, I, at the same time, I, I feel like I want, like, need to be on social media. Right. But then, like, every other post, every other thing is kind of dying down now, I feel like. The the collective span, attention span is so short yeah, it's when so it true. comes to war. Yeah, just we just need... All it takes is for Russia to post a new story that we all need to be enraged about and get the Western media to start sharing blindly and nobody's going to follow the trail of who posted it first. And then they're all going to be enraged about something again and nobody's going to look into who posted it first in order to enrage everybody to try to get people to hate on Ukraine for half a second. No, you're right. I, I mean, like, I think I dis- I deactivated my Instagram account uh for several reasons, but one of them was I was like, there are people who I considered friends who I'm seeing post shit that I'm like, you are so detached from what is happening over there. It mm-hmm. is offensive, the shit that you're bringing up about Ukraine right now. Yeah. Like, who do you think you are? 
You have no idea what is going on over there. And this is the shit you want to post. I'm like, I'm, I can't right now. I got to focus on doing my job properly mm-hmm. and getting paid. And so I got my hair account and I got my mm-hmm. fucking, I mean, I got the podcast account and it's just yeah. shit posting and fucking hair. And I'm like, I, I literally, I'm like, not, I watch, I, I like watch maybe four or five different accounts stories and it's like, people i know who are not gonna be posting fucked up shit tighten the circle oh absolutely yeah that's my mantra when shit goes down i'm like tighten the fucking circle yeah I'm like who do i want around me yeah and i just stick close to them you know yeah like a support network some stuff i cannot do yeah you know yeah, absolutely and it's like you just go into this this mode you know but um um i'm sure all of our listeners friends you know who have russian ukrainian like any slavic heritage are feeling some type of way other countries like for you know that have experienced something like this it's super triggering like it's just like a fucked up thing ukraine i think it's too hard for me to almost talk about it like i can only just put it into action yeah it's like when i start wanting to talk about it i was even walking to work this morning and i was like yeah like we're gonna record the podcast i'm like i'm not gonna not talk about my home country no. being bombed to fuck but i was my brain was like blocking it you know what i mean like that's like my ptsd or yeah it's like uh-uh yeah don't go there like i'm not ready it's just i think so many people were also just like I don't know if relieved is the right word, but they definitely welcomed the posts you were making when you started posting about Meast Canada because, and I was talking about this with Andrea, and this is how I think a lot of people feel because I also experienced this when I was trying to get money together to buy sleeping bags for Mm -hmm. the unhoused community in Toronto. People want to know that their money is actually going to the people who need it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so when they see somebody that they know or they trust or like somebody that they know and trust is resharing something from somebody that they know and trust, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they're like, oh, this person's like actually getting like shit to the people who deserve yeah. it and who need it. Like, yes, you can, here's my money, take all of my money. Like yeah. I, I was expecting to get enough money to get like two sleeping bags to esn you were expecting to get like a few boxes of tampons to the ukraine right yeah and and this is what i also find really frustrating about the people who have been like oh notice how we all can come together like this for for white people but we haven't been able to do this for people in the middle east and this that whatever and i'm just like i would i would give money to an organization that i knew was actually putting food into the hands of Mm -hmm. people who need it but i don't know those organizations like sure there's doctors without borders sure there's Mm -hmm. this that Mm -hmm. whatever but like there's so much fucking like other shit where that money has a possibility of going to that i'm like it feels like i'm just kind of throwing money out into the ocean and who knows if it's actually going to end up where it's where i want it to go Mm -hmm. and so i i think it's important for people to also remember that like we're we're all aware of like just how much corruption there is everywhere Absolutely. in all areas including ngos and so that's why it's like yeah you know if if somebody were to tell me that there was a grass here's the here's the um contact info for a grassroots organization mm-hmm. for a, a war zone in another area of the world you can go buy the things bring it to us and then we'll ship it out there i'd be like sick yeah. let's go because yeah. like even sometimes those like charities where it's like buy a goat for a village i'm like mm-hmm. uh i don't know about this like yeah. if i if i donate enough money for the, there to be a well installed how do i actually know that the well is being installed you know what i mean like 
And and so I I don't think that we should be shitting on people who are coming together to help the Ukraine because we're not because people weren't doing that for other areas of the world. It's not that people don't care about those things. It's that we've actually found an organization who's shipping shit that we bring to them out to those people. Yeah, I mean, Mies kind of fucking went rogue, you know? Yeah, it was fucking like boss. The, like, yeah, it was just boss shit. Because yeah. they're, um, they, they've been around for 30 years. They're Ukrainian-Canadian, they're, you know? So they have family, <laughs> they have deep roots. They're like, fuck this, like, we gotta fucking send food. This is like the most Ukrainian thing. You'll send food! Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> right? Mean? Like... Fuck it, you know, motherland calling. I think everybody felt it. That's the thing about, you know, the old country and, and people immigrating and stuff. It's like you start a new life, but like you you have a part of yourself that you yeah. leave behind that lives in you. And it's like, because there's such a large Ukrainian diaspora, like... Is it not like the largest in the world outside of ter- outside of Ukraine that's here in Toronto? Probably. I feel like I, I wouldn't be surprised. read that somewhere, like, but I mean, yeah, there's there everywhere and in the prairies in Canada, yeah. like in Winnipeg, like Ukrainians are fucking everywhere, you know. And there's forty. Well, they can handle our climate because they're fucking. Oh yeah, Ukraine. we're hardy as fuck. Yeah. Like we're fucking everywhere, and uh, it's just when something like this happens, everybody's like, "Holy shit!" Like, let's go. And Ukrainians like to stick together. Yeah, Slavic people like to stick together. Yeah. Even if we like don't all fully get along, you know, it's it's family. I think this is why this is so jarring for anybody who does have like Slavic heritage because like Russians and Ukrainians are literally like sisters and brothers, like completely entirely culturally intertwined. The language oh, the languages overlap. Well, yeah, like Ukrainian is the like, you know, is an earlier like root language. Like there's just so Russia came out of Ukraine. Um Ukraine is significantly older and more ancient and like there's all this shit. I'm not going to go into like Ukrainian history lesson, but but some of y'all should. <laughs> <laughs> but some people need to like yeah, kind of look it up and, you know, figure it figure it out a little bit if you're going to you know, not to gatekeep the motherland, but like, but like for real. you know, and this is something that people do with, with all countries in a, in a war situation that they don't understand. They, you know, they kind of center themselves in it. They oversimplify, oversimplify the situation. It. They turn it into good guys and bad guys and, yeah. it, it, and they observe it almost like a, it's like a very kind of fucked up detached way, like a video game, you know, like it mm-hmm. always fucks me up when people play a Call of Duty and shit like that. I'm like, that's like someone's worst day of their life. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Like imagine being in fucking con- combat like war like fuck no never why why do you need this simulated like i don't get it i hate war russians and ukrainians are like fully interbred and like intertwined so like every single fucking russian person has a ukrainian person that they're either related to or they're like super close to they're like you know like they're in-laws or whatever like it's like so you can't get away there's there's no russian that's isolated from ukrainians or vice versa so it's like every fucking soldier like shooting the shit out of ukrainians right now is like has a ukrainian like uncle or mom or fucking girlfriend or whatever like so it's just like so fucked up to see it happen um anytime like a big kind of catastrophic global global event happens no matter what it is like you know it reminds me that like man maybe we shouldn't have like gotten the internet for everybody you know i literally was having this conversation with rebecca and one of her clients last last week or whatever and i the internet is a blessing and a curse because Mm -hmm. it's given us so much and yet at the same time it's given us so much, too like much. too much, you know, and it's analysis like analysis paralysis. It's it's everybody's an expert 
on everything because they read a couple articles about something and i'm just like a few headlines yeah people just read headlines people just want to be the first to have an opinion on something and to have to just to center their ego around you know and i mean i think we're we're all guilty of shit like that you know no one's exempt but it, it it just can come in such extreme ways yeah um and it just dilutes the situation it turns into like a a disservice right and it's become so clinical the way we respond to huge catastrophic global events where we i don't know it kind of gets turned churned through this capitalist machine of merch and the the this and that and everyone using it for like people always just uh, you know take opportunity at anything that happens and all of those events, the outcry comes from the fact that there's human suffering, right? Yeah. And it's like, we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to profits off of human suffering, but we no. do every single day. Yeah. In- look at look at how many companies made orange Every Child Matters shirts after the residential schools started yeah, being exposed, like right? Just, like, it's like, there's so many. You know, someone's in a boardroom, right? And is like, that's why like, I can't handle like, corporate sorry to interrupt like corporate shit like that when they're like okay 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 yes the dead children are trending okay we gotta get a shirt out okay let's get john on design okay Mm -hmm. let's get bob on print like we gotta get these these out out fast yeah because we we gotta hit him we gotta get them out on the market while people still care because next week they're not gonna care yeah there's gonna be something else yeah and it's just it's I mean, and I, I think a lot of the people who listen to our podcast will are like are probably just like sitting here, just like nodding their heads as we're like talking, like yes, 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 yeah. absolutely. Um, and that's not to say like you shouldn't have bought an Every Child Matters sh- shirt from an indigenous like person who was making them. Like that's not what I'm saying. I just mean like if we're buying them off Amazon, bro. Like come on. Listen, I am just not a fan, okay? And not to, like, and I, again, like, people that listen to podcasts, is the, you're all sexy people. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. all hot people, so yeah. like, this excludes you. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, like, don't worry. We know this is an echo chamber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a safe space for people who just need to be validated for being, like, sensitive and mad and upset. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, no one's coming for you here. This is a yeah. safe space, you know? Because I find sometimes I'll listen to rants and I'm like, oh, does this apply to me? You know? Oh, absolutely. Such, right like so that's why i want to put like a disclaimer like nothing applies to you here like we we fucking love you all you know what i mean but like so people just be fucking saying the dumbest shit the dumbest the dumbest shit dumb motherfuckers out there i can't handle it anymore yeah you know and they just they're just doing me in with posts about the motherland i've unfriended and blocked like so many people i've like definitely significantly chilled out over the week because i've just kept busy yeah and tried to like stay away from it but straight up like just some of the conversations and things people were posting and like conspiracies about it you know like a hot take everyone just kind of turns it into like the cause that they're already supporting right how can we manipulate this story into it being related to the thing that i care about yeah and i know like i'm not stupid you know i know that that's a thing like that's happening constantly but Mm -hmm. this time it was this time it's personal (laughs) as michael jordan would say and then i took it personally then i took it personally this is the motherland (laughs) like got mad it this also it makes like this situation in particular also makes me really mad because it's not just ukraine that's in danger 
It's the world. It's the whole world. Like, we're not talking about Trudeau dictatorship, as the Freedom Convoy would love to have you believe. We're talking about fucking Putin. He doesn't care. Like, all these sanctions that are being imposed on Russia are a joke. Because you know who doesn't give a fuck about his people? Putin. Like, like, get rid of every Zara store in the fucking country. Zara's closing every single store in the country. Like, what is that going to do except for take away people's jobs? You think Putin gives a fuck? All this is doing is giving him more ways to motivate people to join the fucking military, to fucking just kill more people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you lost your job? Guess you're either going to jail or you're you're joining the you're joining the cause. Can you imagine you know? just an army full of czar employees? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I put the disclaimer about me just having to laugh and make jokes about everything. It's my it's like a program that's installed in my brain. <laughs> I literally live with someone like that. I the other day I asked Scorpio Man, I'm like, I need you, please. I say this all the time, but like I'm serious, please I need you to stop making so many jokes. And he literally, like, threw his arms up in the air. He's like, I can't stop making jokes because life is a joke. Wow, I can really relate to that. Right? I was like, Jesus Christ, and I'm still laughing, and it just makes him keep going. Anyways, I'm digressing. Yeah, I live with one of those, too. Yeah. What what is that thing that Rihanna says where she's like, what what else am I going to do, cry about it? We're not going to do that. No. But, no, it's true, right? Because, like, sometimes you have to make a joke about it because if you don't, your brain will just implode on itself from trying to process the reality of what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're all nobodies we can't change anything that's happening right now and so the only thing you can do is protect your own mental health and like when things like meast canada pop up you do what you can to help support the people who need the support um i think you know most people just want to do good most people want peace i do have to convince myself of that in order to exist in this simulation Mm -hmm. um you know most People do not want violence and unnecessary suffering, but I think we've all, to different degrees, just been numbed and in constant survival mode, you know, extremely high cortisol levels, like fight or flight all the time. And we are just constantly reactive, you know, and our attention spans are short. We are so dopamine deprived. We seek it from absolutely everywhere. We're bombarded shit that just dulls us. And, you know, we're constantly numbing ourselves through whatever it may be. And it's just really fucking hard to navigate because we're all just trying to cope. Like, we're just, like, experiencing, like, like, biblical level events. Like, history book level events. So... I try to always, like, remind myself. (sighs) Like, we're just all fucking trying our best. Yeah. And I really, 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 with everybody I interact with, I just constantly try to, like, look beyond stuff. Just stuff, you know? Because people, we just put so much stuff on ourselves and about ourselves. Like, but it's, like, under all of that, like, who are you really? Yeah. You know? And everybody does have, like, a substance. You can call it a fucking soul, energy, whatever, chi, but everybody has that selfness in them and then that oneness when they get seen by other people and that collective kind of feeling when, when more and more people gather yeah. and are kind of just, like, on that same, like, you know, on that same vibration 
um, experiencing things and it just reminds us there's a source we come from and a source we go to and we're just here for a very fleeting moment yeah and it's something that I have to remind myself so I'm always like looking at people under all this other shit and stuff and I'm like where are they coming from what do they really want and, yeah and it always just comes down to fear yeah it just comes down to, to constant fear we're all just afraid and it's okay to be afraid yeah but it's how you deal with that fear yeah everybody does it differently you know but you have to do it in a way that hurts the least people possible yeah because even though you're in survival mode it it, you're not fighting for survival the way some other people are who are suffering more right so i feel like if you have the privilege to not be suffering as much as somebody else you do something to to give them a hand up yeah right when at any opportune moment and i see that in almost every single person to some extent and then i see i see it in people and i see that kind of repressed sometimes like um because of just our society because of things they've been through and and it comes through as like anger as paranoia yeah as a malicious way but the source is the same you know like where are they trying to get to a safe place right and sometimes people find that safe place and things that are not safe for others or for themselves yeah and uh i don't know and you know i've been in every which way of that path (laughs) you know and all i can say for me is like i just i just want everyone to chill the fuck out because it's war plague plague war yeah exactly like it it, at this point it's like none of this is everything is just gonna get worse (laughs) like sorry but like everything is gonna get worse i don't maybe this is pessimistic of me but like i personally don't see it getting better in our lifetime um so like you, you're right. You have to figure out how to cope with this in in whatever way will hurt the least amount of people, and ideally won't hurt anybody. Yeah. Like I'm always reminded of community in in moments where in shitty moments in my life. Yeah. Human beings, we are social animals. Yeah. We're not solitary. No. Um, being you know two years of isolation has proved that even the most yeah. like antisocial people crave some kind of human contact so i think come together the the better but i think again it's like what's the cause yeah (laughs) right because collective groups of people it's whatever drives them because it's like if we we do as social creatures become like a hive mind sometimes in a mob and you see it on the internet and you see it physically groups of like people out whether it's out on the street or out fucking shooting people on the street as an army or Mm -hmm. you know whatever like there's always like one driving energy right yeah and uh i think as long as we try to attune that energy to a less destructive one but i don't know i think just some some people are more destructive than others yeah and i i yeah i mean i i definitely like and this is something i learned in there was like a line that i was taught in group therapy like from day one and it was like you don't always assume that everybody you meet is doing the best that they can right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um which i thought which i've always held on to because it reminds you to give people the benefit of the doubt and uh it it reminds you to like not judge people and not look down on people however i do also think that there is a small percentage of the population that are just 
fucked up, may I, maybe I should call them evil, who knows, people. And it seems like more often than not, be maybe because of the evilness, they're able to get to these positions of power, maybe not. Mm, but like, course. these are the people, like, these are people like Putin, who like, we don't need to assume he's doing the best that he can. No. You know what I mean? But like, everybody no, else. No empathy there. Yeah, but like, everybody else deserves it's it's hard it's hard to show empathy um when you're like feeling very very vulnerable yourself i think because mm -hmm. she like a lot of people become very guarded yeah very prickly in how they defend themselves some people open up completely um but some people completely fully withdraw and, and you see that you know yeah. in that kind of like level of of nihilism and but, but not even nihilism um, like destructive destructiveness yeah. and uh, where people just even want to put more chaos and shit out into the world mm -hmm. because it's already happening you know i think that's some people's response as right. well yeah um there's so it's many kind of like a fuck it mentality like yeah let's just fuck shit up yeah you know? it, it, it it like liberates that right yeah yeah it, it's like an archetypal response almost mm, right yep, like yeah, yeah. you see it in movies and in all kinds of lore where it's yeah we're just like fuck yeah my time is here they're like right. chaos agents they just yeah. like go off you know <laughs> like mad max shit yeah like we're kind of getting there but i think we're witnessing it more on on our phones than in person yeah because in person we're you know a lot of people are working from home a lot of people are not doing a lot still doing a lot of social interaction but we interact with people every day mm -hmm. at work right and it's like most people are just kind of scared and they don't know what's going on they're like why, do, why is russia doing this seems like really mean i also feel like i mean just from my basic interactions of people with people outside of the salon whether it's like me being the customer or the person re requiring a service or whether it's me being on public transit or whatever mm -hmm. like everybody has a short fuse right now and everybody is ready to jump down everybody else's throat mm -hmm. uh and treat each other like shit and assume the worst in everybody yeah. because because war everybody's overwhelmed yeah war brings out like the worst in people so a client of mine who's been helping with like donating stuff with uh with meast mm -hmm. um who's also uh ukrainian i do her and her sister's hair and she um just came back to toronto from vancouver and a little girl gave her this cute heart chicken with the ukrainian flag the blue and yellow on oh. it so she put it she pinned it on her backpack and she was on the ttc and a bunch of dudes started following her and yelling things at her a bunch of russian dudes and they were like screaming like this is our fucking country now we're gonna kill all of you fucking nazis like it's yeah fucking, this shit's fucking crazy everyone is this is what's happening it's an information war too because everyone's reality is so shifted right now well everybody that you don't agree with is a nazi now well yeah and yeah that for sure but and just like any kind of thing that you want to believe if you look deep enough you'll find a niche group of other people that believe the same they're finally connect yeah this is the the double-edged well and if you look deep enough on any for on anything like like nothing is perfect nobody's perfect no country is perfect nothing so like you look deep enough to find flaws in anything that's going on you're gonna find them yeah so absolutely. you're gonna find justification for your feelings and you're gonna find validation your bias. For, yeah yeah you can justify your bias in any way you like because you'll find that information you'll find some other person posting this and mm -hmm. i think this is the issue you know one of the issues with the internet and just this post-truth age that we're in right now is that 
everybody wants to be a fucking expert in everything in one minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody wants to believe people who are actually educated. Like, they don't want to believe that reality because they've been told that you can just do whatever the fuck you want now. Like, physical grand reality doesn't matter. We're all so ungrounded from, you know, like, just being on our devices and just being, like, fucking so zoned out. So we just, we can just fulfill our bias, basically. So, like, like so few people are sharing one reality, so being on social media being around like twitter like just like the collective consciousness like always sharing their thoughts yeah it's just gonna overwhelm you it's like a zap in the face every time you open your your phone my brain literally hurts a lot of the time i mean like i also know when i've been on my phone too long because i do actually start getting a headache and this used to happen to me i'm like sidetracking but this used to happen to me all the time as a kid because i'd spend hours playing sims Mm. and then i'd get these like crazy headaches and my doctor was like you need to get off the computer because that screen is frying your eyes and that's what's giving you the headache and like also stop eating hot dogs all the time he was like stop eating hot dogs and stop playing sims for six hours every day and i was like god damn it you're ruining my life but it's true like you know we're addicted to our phones and whatever but now we're even more so because we like constantly feel this need to like know what's going on and i experienced it all the time like i deactivated my instagram account and then i was like well where do i get my information now now i'm on twitter all the time mm-hmm. you want to know what's fucking crazy twitter oh i can't do twitter twitter is can't do wild how enraged people get and like when i originally before before the war started before this war started i was basically just i don't know looking at pictures of big sean's dick and fucking reading tweets about the raptors and now it's just like i'm just like everybody's opinion on what we should be caring about the most about what's happening in Ukraine. And if you don't care about what everybody else cares about, then you're a terrible person and and da da da. And and it's just like constant, a barrage of videos of, of what people's lives are like over there. And then also like people's opinions. It is, it like zaps your brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a punch in in the face. Yeah. I don't want it. (laughs) Do you remember I mean, like, I was pretty stoned when I was watching it, but in the last, in the finale of Euphoria, there's a scene where Fez and Lexi are on the phone together, and Lexi's asking him for his Instagram account, and he's like, I don't have Instagram, Mm -hmm. and she's like, why don't you have Instagram, and he's like, because I like to get to know people the old-fashioned way, why do I need to know everything about a person the moment I meet them, like, mm-hmm. what, where's the getting to know them process? It takes away all the fun and all the mystery of getting to know a person. And it was like a mixture of that mixed with like what's been happening in the world that made me be like, I think, I think I'm getting to that point where mm-hmm. like all of my social media is going to disappear soon. Like, goodbye, Instagram, goodbye, Twitter. Like, goodbye. My husband went off of all socials. I just like two years now. Ha- happiest I've ever seen the fucker. He just too keeps, happy. He's too happy. <laughs> he's too I, happy. I got mad because he was too happy the other day. <laughs> was such a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he he just he's like fuck it, fuck yeah. them all. He'll like read stuff on like Reddit sometimes, but yeah. like not like post or. Whatever. Yeah, and that that's the other thing. Like, why? Like, just because you consume something that you like looking at, why do you need to repost it? I don't know. 
Like, to me, there's, like, almost... I can't help it. I, just I can't help it either. And it's, it's, so I'm, like, honestly, like, kind of asking myself the same question. Like, I ask myself this regularly. Every time I go to share something on my Instagram, I'm, like... Why, why am I doing Why it? am I posting this? It's, like, and compulsion. I, yeah, it's, like, like, because I think it's funny and I want to share this joy with other people? Mm-hmm. Or is it because it's an ego thing and I want other people to see that, like, this is what I care about? I, I think that my opinion on this thing is, is important enough that I need every... Like, I need... 200 people to also see that this is what i care about it's the dopamine slot machine you see it's like but you don't always win you don't always win that's what people need to realize yeah (laughs) reality is just so warped now i'm finding it hard to like exist in this kind of reality i i just want to be with people and i i know what they're all about yeah that they're like solid yeah i think that's kind of where i'm at too right it's like i'm just realized like the pan the mixture between the pandemic and like everything lately like i'm just realizing how much i and maybe this is like the paranoia that's associated with my bpd but like i'm just realizing how much i just don't trust as many people as i thought i trusted Mm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you said i need to tighten the circle and on on top of that like everything seems to be a distraction like i was saying to rebecca the other day i was like i don't know what's going on work is going like knock on wood right now but like work is going like quite well like almost every single person that's getting out of my chair after i'm finished is like re like not just like happy with their haircut or their color they're like really happy yeah, with it or it. like really happy just with the general service and it's yeah because you're dope well but it's also partially everything around me is so fucked that when i come to work now i'm just like you need to have laser focus on this haircut or on this color or just on this other person because if you don't your mind is going to wander to like dark depths of hell absolutely and it's and so like i'm fucking exhausted at the end of every day i like don't have the energy for anybody i like i feel bad for my boyfriend i like feel bad for my friends but like i am zonked because it's taking every ounce of energy that I have and then I pu- and I'm putting it into my work and it's it's paying off and I'm happy that it's it's happening but like it's partially because I'm it's it's, it's escapism. Mm-hmm. I'm using work as this, as an escape from everything else that's happening right now. Oh, same. And I was going to say I'm like I know you know exactly what I'm talking about cuz you've been doing it longer than I have been. <laughs> we need to chill on like being like oh I'm using this escapism good. Yeah, use whatever you need to. Like like you said, as long as it's not hurting people, use it as a coping mechanism. Yeah, people people need to get their fucking hair done. It makes them happy. It distracts them, you yeah. know? And it's like, it's a, it's a win, 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 win all around. Like, equal transaction, right? Yeah. Exchange of goods. It's, it's, it's an old thing. Like, services have always been around, right? Like, we're tribalism. Like, there's always been, like you know a, a healer and you know someone that you do go go to for for beauty stuff right yeah. like there's so many kind of roles archetypal roles that people fulfill and it's like i just i gotta follow that when when you don't know what to do i just kind of fall to that yeah where i'm like okay what am i good at what what are my resources right that's where i go to whenever i'm in like feeling like a crisis like freaking out i'm like what the fuck can i do what do i know how to do 
you know who do i know mm-hmm. who's willing to help who are my fucking people yeah. who is my community like who's gonna lead do i lead like ask myself these questions and like like accomplish a lot of that through work because work is a really big part of my life i give it like a hundred and fucking 20 percent every single 150%. day 50 percent. you give it 150 percent every day i'm like that's all i can do and i can't not do shit otherwise like sometimes i'm like fucking useless outside of work i'm just like on the couch like I don't yeah know, you know like, yeah you just smoke yourself stupid so that you don't have to think about whatever and it's like either i'm working or i'm trying to like not have my brain work yeah or i'm just like you know i'm just keeping busy i'm like yeah. a shark i'm yeah. always like moving idle hands man idle hands are the idle. devil's plaything yeah so you gotta keep moving you gotta keep dancing that's why i like to go to the gym and that's why i like to get distracted by people breaking up with people at the gym and that's oh, why uh, that's like, amazing yeah yeah but this is why you know arts are important like uh, yeah wartime always produces you know the most beautiful art like this podcast episode i'm just kidding <laughs> This is the most beautiful art you've ever seen. If this your is, ears aren't crying, this enjoy. is an NFT. You're not allowed to screenshot this podcast, or the, my monkey will beat you up. Is that how they work? I don't fucking know. NFT sloth blockchain extravaganza. I'm like, I'm way too old. Like, what is this? What is an bro monkey? I'm just... a monkey picks. I'm a monkey dicks. <laughs> Sell them to monkey chicks. <laughs> You are an artist. Monkey dicks. <laughs> yeah, people are like buying NFTs. Like, what the fuck is that? What's the metaverse? Like, hello? Yeah. Who's on? Who's still on planet Earth? Oh my God. I like. Call at your every, girls. Everybody knows I love Megan The Stallion, but the other day she released a like promo video to be like, hotties join me in the metaverse no. i'm like having a competition da, 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 and like i know that the music industry is fucked and so the only way that artists can make money at this point is by, by selling shit and not like artists don't make music make money off their music anymore artists make money off of like their their like deals with fucking product companies and like yeah. shit like this so i get it i get why she's Peddling doing this garbage shit, but i was just like not even Megan the Stallion can make me join the metaverse. Hell no. Not even Megan the Stallion. No, what am I gonna do there? I'm already doing so much here. I have to do stuff in the metaverse too. Are you fucking right? kidding? I need to go fucking grocery shopping in the metaverse. Fuck off. Like, Fuck off. You have to go grocery Fuck shopping. Fuck off. Fuck off. I'm not bro, no, I'm not doing that. How is that joy? How does that bring you joy? You have to go grocery shopping. Although, did you see that one clip where the Zuck was on Gail King's show and they were like uh, doing like metaverse shit and then you like, I don't know, you know what, this probably probably was an edit now that I'm thinking about, like there's no fucking way this got aired. So they're like both wearing their VR headsets and they're like waving their hands around and shit and then somebody edited it so that Zuck, like Zuck, the Zuck was like, Oh, you know what I really like about this? Like, look what I can do here. And then they cut to whatever they're looking at in the VR world, in the metaverse world. And they're both still sitting at like uh, like a talk show table. But the metaverse sucks. Tits just explode and flop on the table. And Gail King's like, oh, wow, yeah, that's really interesting. And I was just dying. I was like, this is so funny. I'm not joining the metaverse, you fucking nerd. Like, this is literally... (laughs) No! (laughs) <laughs> this is literally what sci-fi post-apocalyptic movies have been made about for the last 40 years. 
is like yeah this is so fucking cliche right like all this shit happening like it's you know so ha- unoriginal that this like is you know how many happening? times i see blade runner fuck everybody like i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not doing it if no. if metaverse if the metaverse is the next step after fucking instagram and facebook marketplace also fuck facebook if you are over under the if you're under the age of 50 and you have a facebook still i got news for you guys i, I made a fake one to use the marketplace to buy an aquarium I, bro but i i didn't put any i refuse to accept that the marketplace is good enough to have a facebook i got a big aquarium bro there were none I'd rather me. I'd rather give my money to Bezos than give my information. I mean, he has it anyways because I got Instagram. But you know what? There's no winning. There's just no winning. All I'm saying is, is that if the metaverse is the next step after oh, no. Instagram and TikTok and shit, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm deleting it all. Touch grass moment. You're gonna go touch grass. Yo, you know what I actually really love to do in the summer? Yeah. I, I especially when I lived in the West End and right beside Christie Pitts. Every time I would have to walk to the subway in the summer from my old place, as soon as I got to Christie Pitts, I'd take my shoes off and oh, walk barefoot yeah. through the park. And then as soon as I got to the other side, I'd like put them back on and like obviously put my shoes on to walk on like concrete and the you city wear and socks whatever. in the house? No, I wear I wear my Nike slides. Oh shit! Yeah, because like I feel like all people with like ADHD don't wear socks. I don't like socks. I don't like things on my feet. And now that we're talking about it, I'm like hyper aware of the socks on my feet, and I'm like mad. Yeah, I like. I feel like my feet are like sweating more now. Yeah, free the foot. 2022, absolutely. Like the moment, the moment that it's like 18 degrees outside, I no longer wear socks. The only thing that can make me wear socks is work because of hair splinters, and that shit is painful. And I am not getting an infection in my feet from some other person's fucking hair just like slowly being absorbed by my skin where's the weirdest place you had someone's hair probably my eyeball Ooh, yeah yeah i get i get hair in my eyeball a lot how do you take uh, it out or my just with my finger yeah do you get long ones um yeah i've had long and short ones other people's the short ones are more painful for obvious reasons they're like short and spiky and they stab my eyes um i mean obviously i have it in my mouth like i i have no patience or empathy for people who get upset about having hair in their food at restaurants because like as a hairstylist this is just my life pounds of it it has to be really long for me to even pick it out at a restaurant i'll be like oh is that a hair there fuck all right well if i can't pick it out easily in one thing i'll just eat it that's just bad whatever it's protein it's protein it's not that's how you get gains (laughs) every protein matters (laughs) every all protein matters join patreon to pay for the vault where we can have like secret like blue i don't know do we have bloopers well we do have that one time where we recorded us talking that was like very unhinged and like no no we we shouldn't release that one i no one can pay me enough money to listen to that i'm trying to hype it up is that an nft is it our nft okay that would honestly that that might get like if we release that that might get us canceled yeah by whomst from what I don't know. I have like three friends left. I can't risk losing them. Mm. <laughs> my, my, fr- my friends have been there through it all. This is me at my best. And this is me at my most refined. Right? Yeah. I feel like this is you at your most refined. God, that's sad, but you're probably right. I don't know. I feel like we're always good. 
I mean, like, I just like to think I'm constantly trying to improve myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I also think there's been a lot of shit online where people are like, you need to stop being so addicted to self-improvement. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. You should constantly be trying to improve yourself because everybody fucking sucks. And if you're not trying to be a better person than you were yesterday or five minutes ago, and you're just accepting that you're a shitty person, then you fucking suck. She's giving Gary V right now. <laughs> he, well, well, self- an entrepreneur. Oh, yes. I love that account. It's so good. The self- How do we get Gary V on our podcast? Oh, my God. Do you think he'd just yell at us? He would. I mean, I feel like he's just always yelling at he'd everybody. He'd make us clean this stuff. You, you know what? I would love to slap Gary V in the face. I feel like we've talked about this. Probably. I, like, the, the feeling never goes away. Would you away. Hate fuck Gary V? No. If you had to fuck Gary V or Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, 110%. Really? Absolutely, 110%. I just leave. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to think about it. That's A, it's because of how much I hate Gary V, but B, I'm like, I feel like Joe Rogan can fuck. You think so? I just, I just call an Uber. I'd be like, I gotta go. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't feel well. I'm like extremely heterosexual and like always horny. So, like, true. I'm just like dead. It's just dead <laughs> yeah, inside, like no feelings, no thoughts. When I say extremely, I'm not actually extremely like, at all. I think women are gorgeous, and I think about them. Uh, That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? Right is this now? a coming out moment? There are people listening to this who are hoping that that's what it is. Yeah, I like that you like you're like full hetero and like you're like I'm gonna get a tattoo. What did you want a tattoo? Oh. Barbed wire tattooed around my elbows. Yeah, I was like, I love that. How butch you're going? You're like, I got myself a man. I'm going full butch. <laughs> Honestly, I love butch, ma- the masculine style. Uh, the stereotypically masculine style on the like, on like women. I think it's hot. It looks cool. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people just like, if people just do whatever the fuck they want, they always look cool. Yeah, that's it. You know, I like, I've always liked dressing like, quote unquote, like a guy. But like, the problem is, is that I always dress like a 14 year old boy as opposed to like Mm. a dude. You know what I mean? Like Mm. I, I dressed like I was just starting puberty as opposed to like finishing it finishing it beating it <laughs> conquering it now i feel like <laughs> it in the eyes i have conquered the ma- i've conquered the masculine puberty experience <laughs> yes yes you have honey mm, yes yes samantha <laughs> Oh, um, she graduated from puberty 2002. Some fucking courier dude, like middle-aged courier dude came into the salon the other day uh, to drop off stuff for you to donate to Meast. He was like, oh, I need a name, whatever. And I was cashing out one of my clients. Absolutely lovely, lovely human being. One of my, one of my face. I was cashing her out at the same time. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, my name's Sam. And he's like, Sam? As in like, Samantha? Is that short for Samantha? And I just looked over at him, like, I gave him, like, a side eye, like, why does that fucking matter? And I was like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. And then, like, and then also wanted to, like, make a joke. He's like, oh, you know what's something you never want to hear a barber say? And I was like, what's that? And, like, the whole salon at this point is listening. And he's like, whoops. And I was like, 
Thank wow. you. Thank you. Let me let me open the door for you to leave. Anyways, he walks out. My client turns to me and she's like, you know what I was really hoping you were going to say when he asked if Sam was short for Samantha? I was like, what? She's like, no. Yeah. And just like left it at that. She's like, I really just wish you just said no and then just not said anything. I was like, what a weirdo. That's, that's going to be my new tactic now. Whenever, whenever somebody yes. asks me if Sam is short for Samantha, I'm just gonna be like, no. Yeah. And then just not answer them. That's, hey, why not? Yeah. People calling me Enya. <laughs> you should start singing an Enya song to them. So, imagine I just pull out a harp. That's going to be my tactic. A relaxing music moment from Jonah Lake. <laughs> brought to you by Kirkland. I'm going to buy you a tiny harp and every time a new client like comes to see you, you have to greet them at the door and just like do like a one single like on the harp and be like, hello, my name is Sonia. <laughs> my mom used to bump Enya all the fucking time. Same, my mom. Big Moms Enya mom. Enya yeah. like fucking crazy. Moms love Enya. They die for Enya. Honestly, I love Enya because it, it just... It's just it's, mom energy. It's mom energy, but it's very soothing. Yeah, very soothing. Kind of dark. She's a spooky bitch a little bit. I, You know what? I never looked into it. She lives it. in a castle, I think. That was cool when I heard that. Yeah. That was cool. Enya, Sade. Sade is yeah. big mom Mama's energy. Holes, yeah. What else does your mom bump? Hi, Sam's mom. Like nowadays or yeah. like back in the day? I don't know. I want to know it all. <laughs> so nowadays it's like Adele, like old school shit that like she grew up listening to when she busts out the records. Um, Ed Sheeran. Oh, moms love Ed Sheeran. Love Ed Sheeran. Love, that love. Uh, fucking what? What are those people that stomp on the ground and clap their hands and shit? Oh my god, what the fuck are the they called? The Backstreet Boys? No, <laughs> they like only pentatonics. Is that it? The oh. ones who like... That's, that's how they like make their music? People listen to that. That's crazy. I know. I was wow. like, I was blown away when it's like, like, like they, it's like they a thing. That. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Put that pentatonic yeah. on to Night's Friday my, night. It's, yeah. And it's one of my, one of my favorite, um, some of my favorite moments are like, you know, we're like a bottle of wine deep with my parents and one of them suggests pentatonics and the other one's like oh my god it's amazing it's oh you gotta see have you heard this song it's always the same fucking songs too they never remember that they've already made me listen oh to the same like three god. pentatonic songs it's fucking awesome that's incredible and i just sit there and i'm like wow yeah this is amazing they're clapping and stomping yeah there's this one music video where it like happens in the desert or something they make music videos for that shit yeah Damn. So and I think, like, they're not always the same members. Like, I don't think that Pentat... I think Pentatonix is, like, fucking Destiny's Child. Like, you've got a Beyonce, and then everybody else mm. is just lucky to be there. Mm, true, true. Do you <laughs> think they'll go solo like Beyonce? I don't know. How do you... I mean, may maybe. Yeah, imagine, like, Kanye with Pentatonix. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I can all... honestly... I can't imagine it. That would be dope. Why don't they do it? Why don't they collab? I think we just have to convince Kanye that the pentatonics hate pete davidson and then he'd be down i don't know i don't know much about the pentatonics but like I'm trying to think of like what other music like what would um, your mom be bumping in the car like dropping you off to school okay uh <laughs> craig david who's that uh he sang seven days like monday took her for a drink on tuesday I don't know that song. we were making love by wednesday and on oh. thursday and friday and saturday we That's chill on song. sunday i met this chick on monday 
took a photo. That's a good way to remember the days of the week for kids. Right, great. It was great. Yeah, all the days. Yeah, he had some other some other bangers, and then apparently, like everybody in England, made fun of him, and he like fell off the map for like a while. He like tried to make a comeback within the last like four years, I think. Uh, and uh, I don't really know what happened with it. Uh, you know, love you, Craig David. Glenn Lewis. Do you remember Glenn Lewis? No, you wouldn't know Glenn Lewis. Uh, he was the one who said, don't you forget it. Don't you forget your way home for that little girl. Hold on to your word. So I like the shit that, that mom's been Oh, my, my mom was like, she's like into the R&B and shit. Like, That's hot. Yeah. I love that for Yeah, her. my dad, big country guy. Oh, yeah, I get a country energy from I, your dad. I didn't know it until like, uh, like back in the day, my, my, when my sister was in brownies. So that's like too young for girl guides. Oh my my God. sister and her best friend at the time Fucking went Canadian to this like, people are crazy. What I know. Went to this like, doing? went to this like, I was selling o- cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> they went to this like sleepover camp. Uh-huh. And so me and the other little girl's dad and my dad drove Tori and her friend up. And then the whole way home, the whole way home, we listened to like, fucking like real fucking country like not even like pop country it was like fucking country ass shit like every song was my dog died my woman my wife broke up like left me and and my truck just got a flat tire kind of thing uh and uh, those are all bad things though yeah that's country music country music is actually so depressing if you listen to the Mm. lyrics but it sounds so like so much fun and everybody's always getting drunk so you think it's a good time and then you like take half you can never stop to pay attention to the lyrics because then you'll just be drunk and sad you can't do it unless if you're listening to buy me a boat then you're gonna be happy because that's a banger but um anyways i thought it was the other little girl's dad who put the country music on mm. and then like a couple days after we got back my mom came up to me and she was like did you guys listen to country music all the way home and i was like yeah i thought so and so like just really liked country and that's why we we're listening to it and she was like uh he, his wife just called me and was telling me about how painful it was for him to listen to country music the whole way home she's like apparently your father's a country music fan and i was like oh, it was like a secret yeah, I never realized this was like he the moment we realized. And na- <laughs> now, now it's like in the summer we like put the barbecue on. We got the silver bullets in the cooler, and we're bumping Luke Combs and fucking Chris Jansen and all kinds of shit all 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 day. That's amazing. I mean, honestly, I like country music. I I have to admit, wow. I know that a lot of people aren't gonna like. I like that? that about you. I like that you like country. It's because it makes sense. <laughs> it does, doesn't. It all adds up. It, it's all adding up here. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's painting a picture. It's telling. <laughs> okay, so what did your mom listen to? Um, my mom, my mom would listen to, my mom has five CDs in her car. I'm trying to think. They're like four or something. What does my mom Oh, have? pink. My mom loves pink. Moms love pink. They do love pink. No, my mom wasn't into that shit. My mom was oh. bumping. And yes, Celine Dion. Oh, okay. Big okay. Celine fan. Yeah. Um... Enigma. My parents Why were bumping Enigma. Sad. Don't swallow. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Gregorian chant. Oh, <laughs> incredible. This also makes so much sense. Pictures are being painted right, for me as well. Right? My parents were bumping Enigma like nonstop. 
Like, remember when the French guy goes off in that one song? No. I mean, I don't, I know, I know, I vaguely remember Enigma because you're singing it for me, but no, I don't remember when the French guy goes off in that one song. Well, I do. <laughs> well, I do. Um, yeah, so a lot of that. My dad bumped Ramstein. Not, that's not surprising at all. <laughs> like a lot. Like Duhas was like, was like. When it became popular on TikTok, you're like, bitch, please. Oh my god. You don't yeah, know. My dad will listen to like Duhast like eight times a day. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if my mom was like as into Ramstein. <laughs> but um oh Queen. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mom loves Queen. Um, and that's it for like more like, you know, North American music. Okay. What do you know what your mom's favorite queen song is? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Probably like we are the champions or some shit. I don't know. True. Okay. Typical, like, yeah. you know, I don't know. She has queen greatest hits in her car and she'll crank that. I used to own the queen's great. I used to own right? queen greatest hits too. I thought I was so cool when I was like, I was like 15 or 16 and I asked for the slash biography for christmas or something and then really like because i like i read the like marilyn manson biography and i thought that was amazing and then i was like huge manson fan oh yeah loved it i made i thought it made me feel so edgy and i would go back and and i thought it made me really cool because i loved like marilyn manson and then britney spears and then slipknot and then justin timberlake i was like oh my god i'm so versatile so gemini so fucking basic white bitch and whippy like (laughs) embarrassing I'm like, cool, you listen to music, like, get over yourself. This is, you know, teenagers love to define themselves by the genre of music that they listen to. I don't think to. we ever grow out of that. I know, mean, yeah, I guess I do. Changes into other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I listen to almost exclusively stripper rap now, and I really do define myself by and that. country music. Yeah, stripper rap and country music. Honestly, and they go together quite they well, go. actually. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can write a bowl to all of those songs. You, well, you ride a boat in country and you drive the boat in stripper app. I said ride a bull. Oh, a bull. I thought yeah, you said I, boat. <laughs> uh, you can't. Whatever, they both work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And you and you are into boats as well. I, I am. Boats yeah. and hoes. Boats and, I love the boats. I love the hoes. <laughs> I love it all. Uh, I don't know. Do you think the world is going to end? I think it's very likely. We can only be so lucky. Like, I'm like... It's just a matter of, is it going to be nuclear war or is it going to be climate change that claims us? Why not both? It could, it well, and but because this is my thing, is like climate change is happening ever so slightly slower. Nuclear war, I feel like it's going to be a little bit more instantaneous. So one of them has to happen first. Do you care if you die? <laughs> the podcast um, turns dark. Yeah, it's right. went from Enigma to you. Do you care if you die? What's your mom's favorite queen song? Do you care if you die? I only care if I die if if my cats are alive after I die. Mm. Because Maggie, it'll be easy to find somebody to take care of her because she's very easy to take care of. She's tiny. She doesn't like she does demand a lot of attention, but she's not like she doesn't fuck shit up like. You don't have to put an ad for Maggie. No one's gonna kill you. This is all hypothetical. Sounds like I basically, I'm just like constantly worried that I'm gonna die before Milo, and nobody's mm. gonna want to deal with him. Yeah, it's true. I'll take him. Don't worry. You there's how? How are you gonna take him if you have shitty? 
I'll be fine. And this is it. As I like go through a list, I'm like, well, Deanna can't take him because she has Pike and Django. And Chantel can't take him because she has two gerbils. And Brittany can't take him because she's allergic Stop to cats. Stop people and- on the podcast. <laughs> she's doxing everybody and their pets. Fuck. Mark Zuckerberg's listening to this. FBI is listening. Uh, CIA, aliens, Bill I just Gates. really have to hope Scorpio Man will fucking make it and he'll take care of Milo. That's all I'm saying. Nobody's going to take Milo. Ah, send help. Send help. <sighs> do you care if you die? Do you think the world's going to end? And also, do you care if you're going to die? Um, no. No what? I no. asked you two questions. No. <laughs> And everybody else has to decipher what that means. No! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I decide it's not anything in my control. So you can't care? Is that what you mean? Like, you, you don't care if you die I because you care. know it's out of your control? Yeah, I do care. I, don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to die. No, I don't want... Did I... Was that the question you asked me? Do I want to die? <laughs> <laughs> Mom bumps in the car. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? I'm just gonna start gaslighting you. Like that last conversation never happened. What? <laughs> are you okay, Sam? Are you hearing <laughs> How things? How many fingers? Yo, I actually, though, sometimes I think I'm hearing things. And I can't mm. tell if Scorpio Man's gaslighting me or if I'm actually hearing things or if sometimes I think I hear the cats and I'm like talking. Not. Like people. Sometimes I think I hear. I shouldn't admit this on. I shouldn't admit this on the podcast. There's definitely been times where I've been like, "What'd you say?" And he's like, "I didn't say anything." And I was like, "No, I heard a full sentence." What Somebody were the said. A, I mean, I don't know. That's why I asked him like, to repeat o- it. Open the portal. <laughs> Let us in. Let us in. <laughs> Wash your ass. <laughs> no, that's actually Scorpio Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I claim that one. I said that. <laughs> My ancestors. You know, people who believe their ancestors are guiding them. That must be nice. Yeah. What's that like? Yeah. Tell me what's about that it? like? Email us. Yeah. Tweet us. That's oh, yeah. Cool. We have a Twitter account. I have not done anything with it since we I started. We should tweet. It. I'll tweet. All right. I'll give you the password. No, I'm it's not the same gonna... password. No, I want you to do it. I'll just tweet. And you put it on Twitter. Okay, so you're going to text me something and then I'm going to copy no, and paste I'll just it? I'll tweet. Bitch, what does that mean? <laughs> I think my THC drink has kicked in. Good, I'm glad. I'm enjoying this. Fuck this, we're at an hour 40. Let's keep going. I got time. It's only 8.30. It's only 8.26 right now. I, You know what? We should put um, a disclaimer at the front to just get fucked up. Like yeah. To this episode. Make sure you're stoned yeah. or you've had you have some drinks. Why are you sober? You know, I really am looking for a patron in life. Like someone, a patron of what? Just me. Like I a just patron of you. <laughs> like, I would like to hire someone to be a patron. I of would me. like no. I would like someone to just pay for me to do stuff. Oh yeah, you know there's websites for that. 
Yeah, but I don't want to, you know. You don't want them to watch you do the things? You no. just want them to, like, trust you? You know, like, poets back in the day. We literally have just spent an hour and 40 minutes talking about how we can't trust nobody. And now you want somebody to pay you to do things without any evidence that you've done it? And you think yes. they're going to trust you? Yes, I'm very trustworthy. <laughs> like everyone else. I personally <laughs> am the most trustworthy. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's never going to happen. But you got to put it out into the universe, you know. Yeah, it's You got to manifest. Yeah, exactly. The secret, right? That's you, legit. You have to girl boss. Well, um, that was an episode. Yeah, that was. I got nothing left to say, Me honestly. Neither. I thought I was going to say a lot more. So did I. And I just, I just be talking. Well, we um, are going to go now. Yeah, we should go home. And we're going to go home. And... We hope to make another episode and not to be wiped out by nukes. <laughs> See you in the next episode. Okay, bye. <laughs>